politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, I'm actually talking with you on a new computer right now. You got an IBM something or other? Uh, no, I, uh, I've gotten my first Apple computer in over a decade. I used to be a big-time Apple user, and one of the main things that was the big selling point was that they couldn't be hacked, or at least they weren't as vulnerable as PCs. Yeah, that's not true, though. Well, back in the day, Apple uh, used to be regarded as a lot more secure because the fact it was supposed to be thought of as almost unhackable. A big part of that was because the fact they had a lot smaller market share. There were only uh, 2% of the computers on the market. 98% of the people were using com- uh, were using Windows computers. So that just meant that if you wanted to really hack into someone, uh, that was a lot bigger of a target. So what, what brought you home? Um, ease of use. It, it's a nice little laptop and everything like that. Um, it definitely uh, looks a lot cleaner and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely think it's uh, it plays a lot more nicely with an iPhone. Um, but the main thing I've been finding, too, though, is that that luster has faded about it being more secure these days. Well, that yeah, because there's so many people who are on Apple now that they're just as big a target, if not bigger than than uh, PC users. Exactly. And the difference there is that if you have an Apple computer, chances are you also have, say, an Apple Watch, an Apple phone. And so you have a full range of things that can be hacked, whereas the average Windows user, let's face it, they're not using a Windows phone. I don't even know if they make Windows phones anymore. So you've 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 chugged the Apple Kool-Aid. Exactly. I'm hoping not to uh, end up like Snow White here. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, speaking about Snow White and curses and witches and bad people, Apple had a problem a little while ago, didn't they? Yeah, there was a, um, I mean, they've had a uh, line of, uh, or a long string of emergency patches of late. They've uh, found several really high profile vulnerabilities, but the most recent one uh, was called a zero click vulnerability. Now, what's that? Uh, Usually if you get, uh, say, any kind of email thing, if you get a phishing email with a suspicious attachment on it, it, you need to click on it. You need to open it up or you need to install it or it it takes I thought you weren't supposed to click on it or. Right. And and you you need to get infected, you mean? Exactly. Correct. Got you. Yeah. So uh, a lot of these things, the most common malware out there requires some sort of action on the target's behalf to work. Exactly. So you'll see something saying like urgent click here or here's your invoice or anything at all like that. A zero click exploit is something that requires no action on the part of the target. So it's made for Jason Bourne, not me. This sounds just like Apple back in the day. I don't need to worry. Right. Sort of. It's actually been linked to the uh, Pegasus spyware, which is a very, very controversial uh, program. Yeah. And the folks and the folks who developed this, the Pegasus software, what was it? The NSO group, they're called. It's a um, cybersecurity and uh, tech company operating out of Israel. 
And as I as I understand it, they they say that they're they have a quote code of ethics relative to the countries they work for because apparently they're very country oriented. However, some questions have been raised about how strict that code of ethics really is, since there are some questionable regimes that they've been working for, right? Yeah, exactly. There was a leak recently um, in the last uh, several months that showed uh, 50,000 people have been targeted by the uh, Pegasus spyware, and that includes journalists, uh, some heads of state, um, diplomats, uh, human rights advocates, and the like. This is countries using this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. How does this affect Adam or me or you? It's debatable. Uh, it, it depends on what kind of line of work you're in. I think one of the main things about it is it shows the sophistication and the availability of a vulnerability here. They were able to create a type of malware that could be sent to anyone that could receive an iMessage. So um, it's less about whether or not you're being targeted. Um, I don't think Apple would have uh, scrambled that quickly to release a patch um, if there wasn't any uh, general danger to folks. But um, the type of access this malware has, um, it can access and turn on your phone. It can intercept communications, including encrypted communications being sent through uh, Signal. So It can even use your phone when you're not using it. That's right. And so the thing, the, the thing that I was thinking, Adam, is that this exploit is like other exploits we've seen that started as an NSA or NSO program, but then got leaked. And then people who are even less trustworthy than the people who we may not trust in government agencies have access to them. Well, not only that, but we've learned that anytime you have anything that creates a backdoor uh, and it is created for, let's say, governmental use, sometimes yeah. tends to fall into the wrong hands because those government agencies have been hacked. In this case, you don't really know what it's doing, where it's doing, and who's behind it all. So yeah. it's, it can be pretty scary. And those government agencies may be doing business with people in trading, horse trading. You know, we have no idea how people are yeah, getting this stuff. In other stuff. words, if you get me this intelligence, no, I'll give you a little access to this. I mean, it, unfortunately, it's done all the time. But anyway, Travis, big question. Is it fixed now? It's supposed to be fixed now. So the most recent iOS update, which again, Apple scrambled to get this out the door. Um, and they urged everyone with any device that has anything resembling a, a piece of fruit on it uh, <laughs> to uh, uh, update. But I think from a tech uh, point of view, the thing that's most interesting and uh, perhaps most frightening here is that Apple had already announced that they had fixed this with uh, recent versions of their uh, operating system. They developed something called Blastdoor, which, again, that, that sounds like it's supposed to be super secure. It didn't take too long for um, for NSO, NSO Group to uh, find a way around it. And if they could do that, that's just the uh, this is just an example of them getting um, discovered. We have no idea how many similar things there could be out there. OK, so we go from the extremely high tech to the fact that most of us, when we're hacked, it's so low tech. It's so just dangle the lure in front of me and see if I bite. Right. And that is something that happened to our next guest. I'm Adam Levin, former director of the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs, founder of CyberScout, author of Swiped, How to Protect Yourself in a World Full of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves. I'm Bo Friedlander, a person who is often lurking in the background trying to get hacked. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Travis Taylor, resident tech guy and often lurking behind Bo trying to hack him. Adam! Bo! I want you to meet my friend Ivana. And I'm going to try to say your last name because I think, Ivana, I've always just known you as Ivana, but you're Milicevic, are you not? You nailed it. That's because my nickname is Maimon, Maimon Chinon. Yeah, that makes sense. And you know that means monkey. Monkey! (laughs) So, uh, Adam, Ivana is a friend of mine, and I would like to introduce her to you. She is an actress. She is a mom. She is a person who lives in Ireland. She's amazing. And she got hacked. Yeah. And Ivana, I have two words for you. Bond and Banshee. Yes, yes. Why do you have those words? Because Ivana is a famous actress, and it's really exciting to have a celebrity. (laughs) For for years, our biggest celebrity was Bo, and now we have a bigger celebrity, and I'm very excited about that. Oh, Oh, thanks, guys. You're famous to me just as, oh, Ivana, Ivana, Ivana. But it's nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's really not nice to have you here because... You're not here for an awesome reason. But before we get into that, Adam, I'm sure you have some questions for Ivana. I do. So tell me. You're living in Dublin now, rumor has it? Well, I am because I fell in love with an Irishman. And then I was, we had been living long distance between Los Angeles, Vancouver, Croatia, like everywhere where I was working. Since we were together and then I got pregnant and was working and two years of my son's life, we were traveling like that. So then 2020 was going to be the year I spent in Ireland supporting him. And then COVID happened and then I really liked Ireland and here I am still. I mean, I still have a place in LA, but I am mostly here. It's a great place to raise kids. What was Patty doing? Now your husband's Patty. What was he doing? What were you supporting him doing? He has an incredible restaurant here called Nut Butter. And it was, it's very California inspired, although I've never been to anything like it anywhere else. It is like healthy food, but flavors like you've never had before. I Listen, I'm a pizza and burger girl and Damn. I love this food. What kind of food is it? It would be like, it's like a mix of all these different things. So like it's flexitarian. So mm. people who are completely vegan can eat with meat eaters, can go eat with meat eaters and be super healthy. So it's not like fake meats. There's like beautiful Irish brisket tacos, say, but then you can also have jackfruit tacos. So it's not like jackfruit is turned into a burger patty. It's just jackfruit seasoned in a way that makes you feel like it might be pulled pork. All right. Bo Bo and I will be be calling a little later to get a reservation. You are more than welcome. No, I really want to go. It's not far from New York. No, it's only like five hours away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So as an actor... Mm. Actors, mm. I would love to know because I'm a movie fanatic. Two part question. Question number one: What's mm. your favorite movie ever? And question okay. number two is: What is your favorite movie that you were in? Okay, favorite movie ever. If I can only pick one, I mean, a top right. three would be easier. I'm going to say 2001: A Space Odyssey because at least Wait, that's do three, do three. Come on, do three. Okay, I love it. Do 2001: I love it. Space Odyssey. I love Amadeus. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, it should be five, but I'll, uh, and then let's say, <laughs> oh, I really love um, Shawshank Redemption too. What is the f- your favorite movie that you've appeared in? 
I'm going to say it's not a movie. I think that my favorite thing I've done to date is probably Banshee, even though I know it's not a movie. And if you said movie, I would probably not give you what you wanted because it would be head over heels, which is this like girly chick flake, but it was just so much fun. It was my first kind of time getting to be a comedian, which is my first love really. Now I'm this like dramatic badass, which is weird. Um, and then Banshee, because I really gave it absolutely everything I had. Mind, body, spirit, sweat, tears, bruises, nudity. I mean, I, I, everything was there. So that was really special. Did you enter into it, Ivana, as a person who knew how to do all that fighting? I knew I was going to take to it, put it that way. Okay. Do you know, like I wasn't a fighter, but I knew I could move and I knew I could pick up choreography and, and even the way the fights are structured, I don't know how much of it you've seen or not, because I know I'm <laughs> in it a lot, but uh, the, it's still structured. The fights are choreographed in a way that I look really good. In other words, I'm excellent with my hands. You don't see me doing crazy kicks because my feet are a mess, but I'm really powerful in my upper body and with my legs as a base. We are all huggers. We are not hugging at the moment. And none of us but are naked would. at the moment. So therefore, and I've never been in a fist fight my entire life. True story. Almost, though. I remember that time. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I was just hoping you'd mention a Red Alert 3, personally. <laughs> Red Alert 3. Command and conquer. Yeah, exactly. Travis was, Travis was, when I asked Travis what his favorite thing that you were in about that, he, he was like, yeah, Red Alert. <laughs> Yep. That's awesome. Wait, what was, do you remember my character's name? Uh, I remember I, how she sounded. Yeah, that, that, I remember the voice. <laughs> I don't remember the name exactly. But yeah, yeah between that and Castlevania, that's uh, sort of the yeah. geek creds. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love that I'm part of these geeky things. Yeah. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means you get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works. Not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing and I need to make split second financial decisions. And that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks and I trade options and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. 
At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. So what brings you to us today? Oh, I'll tell you, I got fished like a bitch. Um, One Tuesday morning on my Instagram, like early morning, to be fair, I was doing the master cleanse. So it was a little bit loopy to begin with. It was early in Ireland, which means it was late in Los Angeles, even later in New York. But it would have been similar time, like 637 in Europe. And I got a, you know, I was just going through my Instagram messages in the morning, like you do. And I get a message talking about like looking real official in my Instagram inbox from Instagram, something Instagram support talking about how I violated some uh, copyright, which as an actor and a model, like you'd never wanted to, like, to think that I, you know, maybe use somebody's images so I looked in and, I, you know, not only did I try to give them what they wanted immediately, because they're like, to uh, appeal this, click here. But I immediately was like, let me appeal this immediately. Let me handle this real quick before I even get out of bed. And, the, and, and I don't know if the damage was done the moment I clicked on it or when I was trying to give them my password. Because I forgot, I, I know that it would never be an app. I was just groggy. I, I know not to give my stuff, but that's... Well, let's start by attributing it. Let's start by attributing it to the cleanse. That really <laughs> did it. That got you didn't help. not as focused as you should have been. And so therefore, and, and again, one of the things that Bo and I have always talked about with Travis is that hackers and scammers always rely on the fact that someone is going to be distracted and they're going to dump something on them that is going to demand almost an immediate response if they're a responsible person. And Mm -hmm. as a result, you basically took the bait. You took the bait. So, okay. So you gave them your your user ID and password. I don't know. You guys tell me. I, I still don't know if it happened the moment I clicked on the link. No, because I don't know that I remember because remember one time I couldn't remember my username and password. And I actually wrote to whatever it was saying, I'm I'm having trouble remembering my username and password because, you know, it's all in my devices. It's not like I'm logging in and out all the time. Right. So I remember even asking them to help me, which they didn't. I, I must have done it correctly at some point. You're right. And then I immediately like the moment I, I was like, ah, what have I done? And I immediately changed all my passwords, but I think it was too late. That would make a good cybersecurity t-shirt. I must have done it correctly at some point. <laughs> um, but the... <laughs> Travis... That's only we, funny to you guys because you <laughs> even know what that means. Well, but it's also funny because in your case, it, it, well, we'll get into it, but it's yeah. it, there's some humor here. Thank oh, God. Yes. But um, Travis, did it happen when she clicked or did it happen when she provided... Her password. I'd say with about ninety nine point nine percent certainty was when you provided your password. Yeah, that's (laughs) uh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, there could have been some sort of like high level uh, malware or something like that that you can download when you click on a link. 
Um, but if you gave your password, that was almost almost certainly it. I just was never certain that I gave them my actual password. This is what, that, this is the only reason why I'm confused. Otherwise, mm. I would not be trying to cover myself by being, you know. Well, did it take you to any sort of a prompt to enter your password, for instance? It, it did, but I entered it, it incorrectly. Oh, okay. And, I, and it wouldn't let me fix it. Okay. That we knew that that's, we figured that, out. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the part. That's the hack part that happened to you. I had only just found out because, again, I'm not on there that much, you right. know, too much, but not that much. Like people told me before I realized it, put it that way. My friends with my phone number texted me before I knew what was going on. In fact, you guys might have been my third call with already a solution. You know, when it was like, yo, babe, I think you got hacked. Don't worry. Bo knows a guy. So before I even knew (laughs) what happened, somebody, which is my good luck, which I know everyone's not that lucky. And by the way, I got hacked through, through my friends. They were using my friend's profile to get to me. That's what they had parasited or what would even call that? Like it was a different name, but it was through their account that they got to me. Uh, Daisy chaining. Daisy chaining. Travis, so you can, I know Mm -hmm. that you know this hack well at this point. So Daisy chaining or what, what did, how did, how did her friends get into, get to Ivana? How did that part work? Well, the way that uh, Instagram in particular works is that it's connected to your phone or your phone number. So if you get in, if you can compromise one account, that means you have all those other contacts, um, both by way of the phone, but also the Instagram account. So that then you can reach out just by way of a DM um, to other people and then give them links and so on. Um, it also helps them to identify, even if they're going to be um, claiming to be operating on behalf of Instagram tech support, they now know your account name and account um, and your account info, just because of the fact that if they're in one account, they can see some of the information uh, for all their connections on there. Um, that includes uh, primarily phone numbers. That's a big one. You know, the, the general advice we also give to people, and it's really true, is that oftentimes one person is not the actual target. It's someone else, someone they know, but they use familiarity in order to get in and then get to that other person. Are you saying that when they got into my account, they could get into my actual physical phone to know the numbers? Because that's what I was afraid of. That's what you're like waiting for. Or you're saying because on Instagram, some people have their phone numbers up there. Uh, Not as such. Uh, When you sign into Instagram, it gives you an option to sync your contacts. In other words, Um, to let you know other people um, who are on your phone, what their account uh, what their accounts are on Instagram. Okay. So when you do that, they don't that, necessarily know their numbers to then right. call. Yeah. Yeah. My celebrity friends or whatever. No, but it is why you got targeted. And there is a, um, there's a, it's a more mechanical hack. Mm. Once they have control of your account, they can send out messages from your account. But they and weren't they were sending, sending it as me. So Guinevere did get a message from saying, me. Yeah, saying you have done a copyright infringement, I think. But it was me. But but the one I got was it it didn't look like when you go deeper, you're like, why is that coming from Ivana's account? But it's not our name. It's not my name on top, at least the one I got. I don't know what Guinevere got. So she got one right after we saw that your account was hacked. Mm -hmm. She got one saying Mm -hmm. 
your account has, you know, committed the, the whatever, right? And and yeah. um, and she said, "Is this a hack?" And I said, "Yeah, hundred percent." And that was the end yeah. of it. Um, so that's how I know that the click, no click, was the cause, but the, yeah. the handing over the information was. But um, but but this scam in particular um, was something that it's an API based scam. Mm-hmm. The API lets. Um, the Instagram and a second third party know that they are connected and Instagram uses that to pass information back and forth. Now, some people control their social accounts through other websites um, that you can do Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at the same time. Who, uh, who sweet is one of them. What is it called again? Tweet sweet. Who sweet. At any rate, Instagram communicates with Hootsuite through an API mm-hmm. and as I understand it, this hack worked by having the API connecting to a Hootsuite-like service uh, gave the hackers an opportunity to then change Ivana's uh, login information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the phone number and the email address on the account. And where they were located. I didn't understand why, one, they let everyone know I was hacked by, you know, putting all those pictures up. Yeah. So I don't understand. What, like, it just didn't seem... That was to make you scared and make you cough up some money. Which they never asked for. Which is weird. And and what's weirder yet, Adam? Yes. They <laughs> were in Turkey. And yes. Instagram was not able to just go, duh, gada, gada, gada. That's Why is she in Turkey issue. and Ireland? Yeah. No, no. And not only that, here's the thing. I am a user that's based in Los Angeles. When I set up my account, I was in Los Angeles. Okay. I live in Ireland. Do you th- now, right? Do you think I went to Instagram and was like, well, they ought to know that now I'm based in Ireland. Who cares? I still go back and forth. But so when know. this all happened, they can know all they want. My point yeah. is when all of a sudden I'm changing my info to Turkey, that they weren't like, hmm, this is weird. Let's freeze it. My biggest issue with all of this is that there's like, I was lucky I had you, you hooked me up with Andre and Lifars. How about the people who need their thousand followers for their small business? They can't, they, they, they have no recourse. It's not like there's a number to call on these, on Instagram or Facebook or any of these places. It drives me crazy. I hear you, but Adam, <laughs> I, have, I would like you to just take this opportunity to explain who Andre is. Andre is a forensic expert. He really is a superstar when it comes to cybersecurity. He's, he's you know, one of the guys you read about that you don't necessarily see. He's an ethical hacker, and he, uh, he runs a company that specializes in basically helping highly placed individuals, companies, uh, they're there for all that. We have horror story after horror story after horror story about people desperately trying to contact these massive platforms and ending up with nothing but crickets. They just don't get a response. These platforms are not tracking as well as they should. I mean, Travis, we've seen situations where, uh, you know, you'll log into something and it will go unfamiliar device. So then right. they send a code and everything else. And and it should have, coming from Turkey, should have been considered unfamiliar, correct? It did. I did get an email that I didn't see. You did. Got one about it. Yeah, but I, look how quickly it all happened, though. Like, so fast. like they gave me very little time to see it. Yeah. Right. You know, again, I'm not sitting at a desk all day having seen my emails come up. No, and they are. 
And that is the difference. So yeah. you're not looking at your, your, your emails every 10 seconds, but the hackers are relying on the fact that they can go faster than you can in terms of authentication yeah. and reconfirming their account. Let's yeah. back up. So you wake up in the morning huh. and you are told that you're a criminal and you're like, well, but I don't want to be a criminal, especially not that kind of criminal because that's how I make a living. So mm-hmm. you go, okay, well, I'll do something about this. You, you, you're the thing, the thing that you immediately do is that you um, provide your password <laughs> to whoever's to so, Instagram, who already okay. has it, of course. But yeah. fair enough, fair enough. So, so you give it to Instagram. Now, what are you thinking then? Do you go back to bed? No, I immediately change my passwords, or so I thought. And then what? Then I then I then I went about my day. I thought I changed it. I even said to my husband, I was like, oh, I think I almost got hacked. (laughs) (laughs) It goes under the famous last words category. I think so. And then the next thing you got was was calls from us and other friends? Yeah, pretty much. Later that day, I think. Oh, oh, oh. And I started to get WhatsApp messages from the guy and he in Turkey. And he was like, hi, I'm so sorry. I, I, I have your account, but I want to give it back to you please, I'm so sorry. Here's the password for huh. your account so you can get it back. So I don't know. Now, I don't know if he was seeing what I was going to do. Like if I log into that, then he can get into more stuff. Travis? Well, I have a question. Because he yeah, never Travis? asked for money. Hmm? No. I never I, I never responded either though. So he provided you with a link and a password? He provided me with a link. It would have been good if I charged my phone so I can tell you exactly what he said. But he provided me with like a... Like he's like, this is your username or whatever it was, and here's your, here's the password, which of course I didn't touch because at that point I didn't trust anyone or anything. He was trying to get deeper, but he never asked for money, and he was like, "I'm so sorry, these emojis, like I'm so sorry, I want to give it back to you, but of course you can't even trust that." Travis, yeah, it it sounds like he was trying to uh, give you more uh, malware to get even deeper into your accounts. Yeah. Yeah. the The question that I have is is um, you know, what are you what are you thinking when you see that WhatsApp uh, messages? Are you feeling like you're getting hacked further or are you feeling like, oh, Yes, maybe now I don't trust anyone. And even when you hooked me up with Andre, I'm like, who's Andre? Like what? <laughs> like all of a sudden you feel like you're in the game that Michael Douglas in the game. Movie, you know, you know what I mean? All of a sudden you're like, I'm like, is this really Guinevere? Is this really Bo? Is this really anyone? Because you just, because Social media and computers, everything is made so that everyone can use them. Right. We don't know what we're doing. They're just simple clicks. I mean, it's no different than a light switch. So we're not computer experts in the slightest, even though we're using all of these really powerful devices that are capable of so much more than what we know what to do with them, including these social media platforms. So when, when now my second question on this WhatsApp part is... Uh-huh. Did that happen before or after I put you in touch with Andre? I think it might have all been happening at around the same time because he told me to turn on my LA phone, if I remember correctly. Andre did. And he, Andre did. And because that's what was connected to it. And so then I started to do exactly what he said to do. And then that's what they, then it all started to happen very quickly. So my LA phone came on line finally. I charged it, turned it on. Uh, I started to get messages from the hackers. And I think Andre started to play dueling hacker piano with the hacker. And it eventually got to the point where one of them had the number and one of them had the email. 
So both were locked out. Like I think Andre managed to secure my email or an email for the account and the hacker still managed to secure the phone number or something and without like that. naming the secret sauce. We also know that Andre had a lifeline where he called some, some, mm-hmm. some called the troops in to help him a little bit. Yes, exactly. And but that didn't happen until the ne- Oh, I don't know actually at what point he started using them. But I just wondered if the WhatsApp stuff started like, because he kicked the, the, the hornet's nest. I wonder, and also I know that the, if we're keeping it a secret, geez, so mysterious, uh, the, his, his, his in that helped him yeah. with my account, what happened with that? He asked me, um, I don't know how to say this with that. He asked me if it was okay if we, like, we wanted to go after them because he said that if the hacker asked for money, then it, then it elevates mm. the crime. Yeah. So the person that Andre, since we can't really clarify beyond what we're talking about here, who Andre pulled his car up to another car, mm-hmm. sort of, and asked, under, him, Do you uh, have any under a bridge coupon? somewhere, and they opened their windows, and he said, "Yo, <laughs> do you have any great coupon? Yeah, you have any great coupon?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that you get that. And it oh, really yes. was incredibly kind of President Putin to intervene on your behalf, you know. Yeah, I know, it not. really was. <laughs> He's always so, had a crush on me, so. That's true. <laughs> he loves Banshee. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rope Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rose got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So so Andre called his mystery person and yeah. and did that solve your issue are we saying that like basically you got you got saved by a mystery it person took the, it took the mystery person to i think to finally get my account all the way frozen oh, wow. until we could solve the rest wow. and then i i think and what is frozen case. what does that mean when they freeze your account it, me- it meant that no one can get into it not me not them not anyone until i start you know, through, again, avenues and not directly 
dealing with Instagram to reset it. I needed to like promise I would do double factor authentication. I had to promise I would get a whole new email for it. I had to promise that nice. I would use that I would use uh, what well, was like it's what two factor authentication, cyber hy- good cyber hygiene. Nice. But not just that, but also like what are they called? Those authenticators. Yeah, the authenticator right. app. I got one, but I don't, I'd like to use it for everything, but I don't know how it's hard. It's for you guys. Like it, it's, it's really easy, not very you know? intuitive authenticator apps. I think, I think they have a ways to go before they uh, replace uh, just basic two factor authentication. Yeah. And, and then I have those little, I, I copied some little codes to have as well. That's somewhere in my photos and how, but I have them. They're in there somewhere. So you froze your account and and that's like, basically, it sounds like a digital timeout for, you know, there was a fight in the playground and they're like, everybody, you got to sit at this, sit down and just chill. So then, then they figured out that you were you and Mm -hmm. you could have your account back. But then they said, but only, (laughs) only (laughs) if you do all these things um, and all the things that probably we preach here, minus the authenticator, yes. because I don't, I don't use one, but I, I, I can't believe I just said that. I guess I'm going to download it tonight. Yes. Um, and that is the part that Adam was talking about in the beginning, which is hackers assume there's going to be a moment when you're tired, when you're doing a juice cleanse, when you've got a baby, when you just got back from a trip, when, 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 when all these things that happen to us all the time, because they're sitting there. Like your friend who answers a text immediately, you know, mm. when you go, hi, how you doing? Fine. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, uh, they're there. We're like, yeah. why didn't you say hi? And, uh, and, and that's the problem is like, we're not like, I'm just trying to have a life and brush my teeth. And by the time I, I got to the second side, I'm hacked. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing you have to remember all the time is we, we all have day jobs, whatever those day jobs may be from raising a family working for somebody, running a business, being involved in philanthropic activities, going to school. Whereas for these guys, we are their day job. Mm-hmm. So that's why they are sitting there Good point. and they yeah. will text you immediately. All right, Travis, I'm going to let, yes. I'm going to let um, Ivana do your job. Um, Ivana, oh. what is the list of things that you are now doing as a responsible person who's no longer going to get hacked? Well, one I'm learning more because I don't have everything figured out yet. Like I said, I have two-factor authentication. Obviously, I've changed all my passwords. I'm trying to use those crazy alphabet number symbol googly eye emoji passwords that you can't uh-huh. remember. Yep. Um, I am. Uh, I have the authenticator, but I don't. Honestly, I really don't know how to use that all the way. But I have it on my Instagram. I have saved those codes, how they, how they give you, you know, you can get four, four digit codes. Yeah. They like can to get out of jail later. free cards. Yeah. Get out of jail free cards. I have those for a couple and I have them somewhere secret places. Which all of those were lies. If you're listening to hack Ivana, though, <laughs> she doesn't have them written down. She has. Oh, them I've got, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. letting you down a, a, a wild goose chase. Guys. No, but you yeah. should, you should consider, and we'll continue. You should consider getting a password manager. It'll make your life a lot simpler. Writing that down, but you no, know, right. but Travis, Travis, hold on, password, password. Um, we just recently on AdamLevin.com. Uh, I think you wrote the article, Travis, about three-word passwords. So, just like if if people don't want to use a password manager, can you explain why a three-word password might be a good move? Sure. Oh. Uh, one thing that helps with pass, uh, password security is overall length. 
In other words, something that's 25 to 30 characters long is going to be, um, is, would take a longer time to uh, hack or breach than something that's uh, eight to 10 characters long. Mm. Um, and so rather than having something along the lines of like at sign, lowercase k, exclamation point, uppercase s, et cetera, um, the recommendation, this came from the, uh, the United Kingdom's uh, cybersecurity uh, sort of agency, is to string together three random words. And then if you want to, you can add a number or a letter to it. Um, but three random words is about as hard, if not harder, for a hacker to guess as a bunch of random characters. Really? So if you were to just say floor lamp, wall clock, recliner, uh, that is a very, very, very long password. That would take a very long time to be able to crack. Whereas something, um, even if it's uh, completely and utterly random characters, if it's a mix of uh, numbers, letters, uh, you know, alphanumerics, anything like that, um, it would, it, that can still be cracked by a brute force attack um, if it's shorter. So it's a brute force attack. <laughs> a, brute, a brute force attack is pretty much where you have a, a machine or a, a program that goes through and tests out A, 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 then B, and then like That's just how kind I learned of, how to talk. Exactly. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> but, computers but, can do but, it quickly. Programs can right, do it Right. Yeah. They, they can just throw like a million uh, passwords just to see which one works. I don't understand then why words wouldn't be easier to hack than random. Do you know? Because like once they start to get like, oh, you know, unicorns. A single word. Is a, a single word is really easy to uh, guess. That's called a dictionary attack, where there are uh, programs out there that have just the entire English uh, language dictionary, and they're to try. You know, they start with Ardvark instead of A, and then work all the way down to I don't know Zygote or something like that. Um, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but if you're to if you're to think about the sheer number of words that would be in a dictionary, for instance. Um, and then if you were to take a, uh, a second word and append it onto that, then that is uh, exponentially more things that would uh, need to be guessed. Then if you were to do three words, that's uh, even more. Mm. So that's hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of possible combinations that even if you're using a dictionary, it would still take an extraordinarily long amount of time. To put them together. Oh, you're right. hurting my brain. Uh, but, they, but don't use unicorn. You know why? Because right. I know you like... Unicorns. Unicorns. Who doesn't? So I don't. They freak me out with the horn, the horn. And don't use a series of numbers that simply go up or go down I know. in right. order. But, but just don't let it be guessable. It can't be something that we know that you'll pick. Right. right. And I, I think that's one of the other things to keep in mind, too, is that with um, password guessing algorithms are things out there that if you were to say, go Mets one, go Yankees <laughs> one, go yeah. Rangers one, Probably at some point, a uh, one of these little programs would be able to say, go Giants. Or... Then I think I have to change all my, hold on for a second. I have to get yeah, rid okay. of the Yankee things. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll wait. Um, but yeah, so the, the the main thing, though, is the uh, the three-word system is a good one because the fact that it's really long, uh, it can't be very easily guessed, especially not by a uh, algorithm or a sort of dictionary or brute force attack. Um, and it's a lot easier to remember. I... Mm -hmm. I, I would remember floor, lamp, recliner, wall clock um, a lot more easily than I'd remember, you know, at Underscore. Z. Pound yeah, that's just yeah. Uh, that that's gibberish where um, you and can. And it's really one word for those. Right. Uh, brute force actors. 
right. AIs, right? It's, it's yeah. that's one word that they're like, they'll get there eventually. It doesn't matter to them if you're spelling aardvark or. Right. And, and the standard caveat, though, is that you could choose the longest password in the history of the world. It could be completely unguessable if you use it on every single account and it, it only needs to get breached once. Right. It's kind of like the difference between an indecipherable password and a discovered password. Exactly. That yeah. might be indecipherable. But anyway, listen, this has been awesome. And heaven knows we could go on for hours. Hours. But Thank we're going to have to call it to a close now. So from all of us to one of you, thank you so much for being part of this today. You were great. Thanks. Thanks, Ivana. Thank you for having me. What the Hack is a Loud Tree Media production in partnership with Large Media. That's L-A-R-J Media. You can find What the Hack wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on social media and find additional information at adamlevin.com.